1: You're listening to the Renegade Blitz, the best podcast for Steelers fans by Steelers fans. Follow us on Twitter at Renegade Blitz, at our Blitz Pod, and at Blitz Videos. Read articles on Renegade like us on Facebook, and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast app. And welcome back to the Renegade Blitz. Steelers defeated the Falcons 19 to 16. Many would classify this game as mm 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 mid as Brandon <laughs> Walker would say but I- I'm just happy to have football honestly <laughs>
2: I mean too, too many field goals for uh, you know we talked on the you know before we went on you know Matt Wright uh hit uh four field goals uh still so, so many long drives really you know the Falcons had a couple long drives that then uh, you know field goal uh I was just you know one touchdown you know, Connor Hayward we'll get to that you know great story there but uh yeah, I just like to see a little bit more uh, consistency there and the, the the penalties or just it's been the same thing with the offense all year, just kind of like incons- inconsistent.
0: Yeah, very inconsistent. No, again, no interceptions for Pickett. He's starting to get better, starting to improve. I still don't like. He still needs to read defenses a little bit better. He's still struggling the red zone except for that one drive, which was inspirational, and I felt great for the kid, Connor Hayward. Defense played hit and miss at times with struggling in the second half. The Steelers are going to be a good team in the future. They're going to have to start completing games all the way. Consistency for 60 minutes because you barely beat a bad team. You barely beat a bad team last week. You saw what the Cowboys did to the Colts on Sunday night. Which was completely obliterate them. So that's going to be addressed. But Brandon, overall, a win's a win. But, Brandon, how, but...
1: I, I want to say this: even at the highest heights of Steelers football, this team really couldn't couldn't play a full sixty minutes or whatever type of forty-eight minutes, whatever you want to say. Sorry. Sorry with the uh, hockey analogies, but yeah, this team can really play a full sixty-minute game at its height. At, at any point, I think that you just have to look at it like this: did it look good in most situations? Not really, but it got. Falcons were the
0: more physical team. Yeah, they were
1: the The problem is they're The problem is they don't have a, a weapon, so to speak, that could make the Steelers pay, which is always the big thing against them. If if that team has weapons, if you even put it back into the Delorean five years ago, that Falcons team crushes the Steelers. Yeah, but luckily, Leo just luckily can't run the ball,
2: really. You know, Mariota. They're a good run team. I think they're in their top five in the league. Uh, Cordero, Cordero Patterson. You know, he's a good player, but. You know, receivers like you know Drake London's a rookie. He's not too bad, but you know, Falcons. You know, their passing game it doesn't really scare you. And no. I don't know. They they almost scored there on that 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 final drive there. Uh, I mean, Millet. What do you guys think about that? You think that was a bad no call there? Also, Deontay Johnson. Do you think that was a fumble? I
0: have to look at it. I remind me. Remember, I, I honestly, I, this game was so mid that I had to. Uh, I slept. <laughs> Through the middle of the third till almost the end of the game till the Steelers were almost like they were kneeling down. So what so what was the so what was the cause that you were oh, trying to johnson,
2: johnson caught the ball or well they said he didn't but same for this but you know, it was a real rule, rule to catch or no it was not a catch but it looked like to me it was a catch fumble. Atlanta would have got the ball and deep in the Steelers territory and uh instead they had a you know, go down the whole field as a long drive, and they ended up just kicking a field goal. Steelers got the ball back, and um, you know, that's when they ran the clock out. But on that drive, the land the long one, that's where Millett uh, kind of like uh, you know, Falcons fans thought that was a, a
1: DPI. Well, what do you it, think? Did you watch the game? Right? I can't, I can't remember that play. Here's the one thing I, I the lights were on, but nobody was home at times, and that was one one of the times with it. I, I, I remember the big plays with that yeah. uh, Penn state Pat and all that, but okay, yeah. I have to, market. I have to go look back at that myself and I'd say that if it's, if it's close then the Falcons fans are warring it, <laughs> but yeah, yeah I mean, it, it was tough. If I wasn't like, you know, unbiased
2: aside, like definitely, I thought that was a catch fumble. Maybe not with the Millette one. Maybe he, whenever uh, a defensive back gets them, like, on the side there, where, you know, kind of, like, hooks them, that, that, that's kind of what they thought Millette did there. But, uh, uh, you know, the Steelers, they, they still got, like, three first downs to win the game anyway. So, like, Atlanta had chances to, to win the game. Uh, for some reason, they had the, their quarterback way off on Deontay Johnson and kind of uh, Kenny Pigott hit a slant, and um that, that pretty much ran a, a ton of time down and, uh they kicked the field goal, and then uh, Presley Harden the third, had a, a great punt that was downed at the two-yard line. Next play, M- Minka called game.
1: Yeah, yeah, you, you have to the give a big shout good. out to the defense in in situations they made their bones. Uh, we we talk about Connor Hayward getting the touchdown, the drive before that, Cam Hayward got the drive-ending sack. So the big the big time players as you expect it with outside of TJ Watt which a little bit weird right now. He's hurt. I think. He's hurt. He has a rib now? Yeah.
0: He has a rib. Now you got he's still his chest is still probably not a hundred percent and you got a knee. Yeah,
2: he's
0: he's he's beat up right now. Yes. And how would you how do you think what do you guys think for that lies in, in the future for uh Watt and the Steelers like he's been starting to break down this could be the beginning because his brother oh uh, the brother down, around
2: late 20s that's yeah he
0: went around play. the same time he's doing now
2: yeah I mean well, well hopefully this year is just you know uh you know one of uh, one year type of thing but uh I mean when you got three different injuries on your body and stuff you know that's tough um and he still he still makes an impact obviously. he's just, okay. just
1: not getting those like splash plays and everything yeah, he's, he's more T.J. Watt decoy, which as a former defensive player of the year and perennial defensive player of the year candidate, that's something that every team has to account for no matter what. Teams still account for J.J. Watt through all the injury history because they know what, they, what happens if you allow him an opportunity to wreck the game. You won't win. So that that that's what the Steelers have going for them right now. And uh-huh. I, if I had it in my heart of hearts, I probably would have sat them. But the, the question is with the Steelers, of course, is being caught in between that, oh, that uh, I don't think this team is good enough to even win one playoff game right now. But at the same time, so much high end talent. We use that word constantly with this with this franchise that they're almost too good to to lose. They're too good to lose, but they're not good enough to win at a clip that would make, for one, everyone around here and around the world happy. It, so let,
2: let's get to that because uh, what he needs to win four out of the next of the five remaining games to continue his fifteen. Uh, non losing season streak. Uh, uh what, what do you guys think? Do you think he's gonna get that, or uh, you know, see like, like they can't be eight and eight this year, so like, uh, that, that's kind of where it's like kind of lining up. Like, you know, they, they lose to the, the good teams and they, uh, you know, the beat up on the bad team. So, like, do you think it's gonna be another case of uh, you know, uh, draft middle and kind of like stay middle kind of thing? <laughs> Fran's shaking his head.
0: Why? Oh, <laughs> I, I, the only thing, because the Baltimore game coming up next still is a favorite. The the only thing is the Steelers have won four straight against Baltimore. You think they don't cool. have long winning streaks in these rivalry games in the Steelers-Ravens. That usually don't happen. And Hundley, he's going to have a full week this, uh,
2: you know, this weekend. and right.
0: You know,
2: he didn't. He didn't really do. He did wasn't great in the uh, regular season finale last year, but you know he he did run for a a, a large number of yards, but uh, right. And uh, then
0: after that, you got Carolina, which they play better.
2: The Raiders are actually looking better. They won three in a row. Yeah, but
0: well, if they lose that game,
2: this Derek Carr? Uh,
0: he cried after losing the Colts. I know, but if they lose that game, I, I you you already know. Like it, it might be time if they lose that. Time. Heads are going to have to roll. I don't you care. You can't which.
1: lose that. You can't no, lose. Dude, you can't no lose a, the staple game. Honoring for as much as people do not like Franco Harris for a lot of reasons around this town. If you're a Penguins fan. You can't stand him for the arena basically what eventually turned out working out with the PPG Paints Arena. Originally it was supposed to be all off casino money. That failed that fell through. Yeah. And there's always been a th- been a thing with him in which he does things for a buck. Which yeah. is weird. Which is weird in a town like Pittsburgh that he could have whatever he wanted, all he has to do is ask. Oh yeah, he
0: could. Can-
2: well, this is this is the one thing is that like I I'm a you know immaculate reception. I'm like I'm I love all that stuff and everything, but I feel like it, it is a little too much. I like they're they're doing it like like at the same time that he caught the ball, like they're replaying like the 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 radio call or something like that. You know, I I, I get it all. You know, it's a fiftieth anniversary and everything, but. um I don't know. It is a is it's a little too much for me to be honest. And and I love the Macley reception. <laughs> Here goes the thing. People are I'm gonna bear witness to it, so I'm gonna be happy. I'm just gonna eat it up and soak it up. So- yeah, yeah. I mean it, it's great and all, but uh kind of like what Todd mentioned, like Franco Harris is kind of like 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 the whole buck type of thing you mentioned. It's kind of like- this is
1: and this is nothing against Franco Harris. I, I still like him for what he did with this town in terms of football and everything. This right. is this is in general people people saying it right now. I don't like what it is as a Penguins fan. Yeah, but and, and, and,
0: and he it, wore and he wore the hat. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna leave it at that. He wore that hat that one time that people don't like. About well, that way. I mean he's a staunch. I not even I don't, don't
1: really care about that. There's yeah, a care about that. It either,
2: but... he's a staunch Joe Paterno report. Uh I mean supporter. So um, you know, he played for him and everything. You know, that's his obviously it's his right to have his opinion on that, but a lot of people disagree with that. So I mean right.
0: it's a lot of things with uh yeah. Franco Harris and stuff like that. You see now, but it still seems like all right, then let's go back. Cleveland at the end of the year.
2: Well, they played Baltimore before.
0: Baltimore, I think they'll probably lose that game because yeah, right. Lamar will be back by then. Well, he'll be back, and I think I'm gonna say eight, nine, seven, and ten.
2: It might be seven. I can't go eight. there. I
0: can't go nine and eight. I'm sorry.
2: I said seven, eleven. Okay. Uh, that was my uh, preseason
0: prediction. So
1: six and had at what?
0: What did I? I had them at eight,
1: nine, seven, and ten. I had them at six and eleven. I'm actually the downer of the group, believe it or not. So, Chris, I think you had them at seven and ten. I had them at the lowest. At, at, oh yeah, they yeah. don't. No, they're no. one. They're one off of proving oh, me like yeah, an idiot. But yeah,
2: I, I messed up the seven and ten. Yeah, because they're seven to games.
1: I, I, I view it. I view it like this. You you get the feeling, again, as Brandon said, the law of averages with this entire rivalry between the Steelers and the Ravens, it can't go go to six-game winning streak. It could go to five, but it's not going to win. six.
0: I don't even think you could go six. Five.
1: Yeah. I, I, I said, well, you're you're basically saying the Ravens effectively – either a pull a sweep or the Steelers split one they just lose this one with Tyler Huntley at quarterback and exactly. while the Steelers here's here's the one caveat the Steelers are sixth in run defense now granted they've always had an issue with running quarterbacks but I think most teams in the league have issues with running quarterbacks that's just that's just the way it goes in this league you, you can't you can't have a running back and a quarterback that you have to account for; it's just too much. But i i view it I view it as if they get Huntley throwing, I like the defense's chances.
0: Some yeah. may argue that he may be a better thrower than Lamar Jackson.
1: Oh, uh, that's, that's 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 out of line. I can never say that for a guy that won an MVP in this league. I,
0: I didn't say he that, did. I said so. argue that point?
2: Did you see that sixty-two yarder he threw to uh, uh, Deshaun Jackson? Uh, yeah, against man. Jacksonville, the game that they they blew. I know. He's he I saw he, he, it, I know, but uh, that's and, a and, and
0: speaking of the receivers, Deshaun Jackson. I thought he retired.
1: I, I, <laughs> nah, he's he's still hanging around in the league. He's still fast. Yeah, he he crazy. is still fast at thirty-five. and great for him. I mean, most burners would be, as you say, Brandon, he probably should have been done, like, two, three years ago.
0: No, because he's, he's like, one of those guys that stay – there's certain people, like, rare people. Like, Tyreek Hill is probably going to be one of those guys who's going to still be fast five years from now. He might lose two. He might lose a step or two, but he's five steps ahead of everybody else. You know what I mean? So that's not. And I didn't even know he was. I was thinking. I was like, "Where's the De- uh, Deshaun Jackson?" I didn't even know where he played last year. Where it was he, he, he
1: he he bounced oh, around he from Los Vegas Angeles, game. and he went to Las Vegas. Las Vegas, yeah. Yeah, so he's still he's still collecting a check in the league. Also related to, uh, I I didn't know this until he said something. He's also related to Steel Valley quarterback Cruz Brookins, who we'll talk more about college a little bit later. Is now decommitted so, so, uh, from decommitted from Kent State, but I wanna I wanna talk about. Let's stick with wide receivers for a second though. Deontay Johnson everyone has been and their mother has been saying that 18 million is not worth it and and with a team that's in a rebuild like this i tend to agree with them i don't i mean he he rebounded from that but man he he's doing he's doing too much he's he's not looking like that one is a classic drop that that drop that i'm thinking of where he's getting ahead of himself
0: Right. I saw it. I just now saw that one. And he kept fumbling the ball. It had a like, false start, too. False start. Yeah. He, You you already know what he needs to do. We don't need to stress that anymore on this podcast. But I think he just is what he is.
2: Well, good route runner, um, you know. You know,
0: has some skill he just ain't he's not gonna be what everybody gonna want him to be ever and they need to start giving your boy the ball Pickens
2: yeah that, that's another thing to get uh you know what he had uh one catch for two yards on two targets um you got to get Pickett uh Pickens involved in everything and pick it up you know, you know, people watching it live were saying, "Oh, you know, Pickens was open," and then people were saying, "Oh, the all Tony two showed that uh, Pickens wasn't open." But uh, I you know I haven't got a chance to look at it at all. But well, what would you guys think of that? Like, kind of that outburst where he's saying, like, you know, throw him the effing ball and everything. Yeah, uh, you know, a lot of people kind of made a big deal out of it, but you no, know, I, I thought like it it wasn't because like he didn't like get in Kenny Pickett's face. If if that was the case, I think it would be different. But he was kind of saying what any like star receiver says.
0: Yeah. Give him the effing ball. <laughs> get, throw it up to him and see what happens. That man, that kid is a will be is going to be a star.
2: Yeah,
0: and he has and six it,
2: contested catches this year. I, I feel like you know, you just throw it up to him. He's going to put his body in position
0: to make that catch. His hands need to get a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. As Ty is left us for a minute, but he's, he, I'm like, this kid could be special, but let's, and this goes back to the offense, the offensive coordinator. Is it because of scheme? Can he not scheme him the ball? It's, it's a little bit of both. <laughs> I think it's, uh, you know,
2: like scheming, uh, the routes they're running, uh, you know, a little some of it's on Pickett too, because Pickett missed Fryer down the seam on that on that one play. Did you see that in the first half? Yes. Yeah, he should have had that one. So it's kind of like it's just so many different little things. I mean, the the one positive is that the offensive line's really starting to get going though. Like they're moving people off right. the ball and Najee's hitting the holes. The, that that's what I really noticed out of the last four games is that the the run game is really. Uh, picked it up. You know, it's a credit to Pat Meyer, the offensive line coach. And, um, you know, you got to give Matt Canada to, you know, he's scheming up the right run plays right now, but. Uh, right,
0: yeah. We got Jalen Ward, not Jalen Ward, Jalen Warren out there. You got Najee out there. Biddy snowing up uh, for falling. you got everybody's running the ball. Everybody's eating. Mason Cole ain't that bad. Jalen, uh, Daniels is it turning into a yeah. solid linebacker? Nobody's talking about Chuck, Chuck's yeah. he's the best out of the bunch, but you know. Dan
2: Morris with too many penalties, but yeah, know. that
0: that that <laughs> that needs to be addressed each immediately, immediately after the season in the draft or paid real money for a left tackle.
1: I see that you guys went off to the offensive lineman while my uh, internet decided to uh, block me from doing anything. But
2: yeah, we we're talking about the run game uh, coming to life, really, uh, and how the offensive lines gelling and Najee Harris. Uh, you know, you you could put those uh, like we never mentioned, but we, we did talk about it. But those those uh, kind of like those silly Trent Richardson comparisons when uh, uh, when Najee was struggling early in the year. Uh, you know, people were getting on him, and, you know, you know, he did miss a couple holes and everything, but I I thought the whole time that, one, he was hurt, and second, the offensive line was just terrible at run blocking early in the year, and, uh. you know, they, they've
1: turned things around. Because of continuity. When an offensive line hasn't been hurt, like it has been over the last two years, and they get an opportunity to understand, all right, this guy handles this, this guy handles that in this situation. Especially run blocking is the one thing, that you 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 first see a turnaround in an offensive line. I, it's one of the it's one of the things that typically go through. It's either run blocking or pass blocking first. For last year, there was glimpses of the pass blocking being well, but I think there was just a bigger focus because they had Ben Roethlisberger back there. Now, with a with a quarterback that's more mobile, the run game is being emphasized. So right. It, that's that's just how it is, and it when, always
0: takes about an offensive line to consistently play to to congeal till probably around Thanksgiving, and that's when they started to start congealing.
2: Like you're you're seeing the movement, like so like on the line yeah. of scrimmage, like the, uh they're moving guys, and like Najee's hitting the hole, like so like that Liz Frank that injury that was bothering him. I, he was he was had like a metal plate I think in his, his cleat like he was really slow early in the year. Now you're seeing that burst and everything. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad you know some Steeler fans. You know, I, I think I think we've we've been pretty patient for. Him. I know I I did have some questions, but I did know that he was hurt. So, um, it's, it's, you know, it's good to see that you know he, he's turning things around. But you know, it really was never really his fault. You know, yeah, he made a couple bad reads, but I mean, every everybody has bad plays.
1: All right, so we've we've talked about the Steelers at home, and now Brandon really wanted to talk about this, being that the Steelers have just gotten out of Atlanta, and that's the home of one former Jackson State head coach and now current Col- Un- Colorado University head coach Dion Sanders. Now there has been a lot of talk about this, and predominantly because, well, both me and Brandon are black, it's it's a big. It's a big deal in our circles in terms of the HBCU stuff. And, Chris, I know that early on in the podcast, we thought about going down to the HBCU bowls just to see how it is, especially with – it's really a big thing for all of us because the Steelers are so heavily connected to it. Brandon works for the biggest black newspaper arguably in America, so – Bill Nunn, Hall, Hall of Famer. Yeah.
2: Um, you know, we, we so had it, Andy affects Cotton. all of us in a way. Uh, Andy and there's Cotton.
0: another thing why I feel about this. It's, it's not – I think this is great because my great uncle, James Frank, was the commissioner for the SWAC for a long time. Fun fact.
2: Well, I, I didn't know that. Uh, So he was uh, the commissioner for the conference? Yes. Nice. And
0: former NCAA president. Very intelligent man passed away about three years ago, but yes, it's a very historic figure, so I, it's near and dear to my heart. But I think, but first, I want I want to talk about that part first. I want to talk about how y'all feel about how you address the players that he had now has on the team first.
1: We'll uh, it's a bold strategy to say to your to your to the quarterback that's in the room. Yes, Colorado went one and eleven this year in, in competition. It's a bold strategy to have the quarterback of the team that you're coming from, and yes, it is your son, and outright say that is your starting quarterback right then there, and and obviously the Colorado quarterback that was for most of this season has entered the transfer portal and, and Deion Sanders. Well, how do you, how basically do you feel about all
0: how do you feel about them? Because I think that was inspiring, hilarious, and cringe at the same time. <laughs> if that could be because it was like how are you just gonna tell this team granted they wanna want do you know do you want to know what their point differential was for the season?
1: You have it, so why don't you tell us? And I'm pretty that, sure it's bad. Three it back, they they were one of the worst,
2: you know, Power Five teams in the whole country. Minus three seventy
1: nine. I, I mean, they get waxed. They get waxed from Oregon. Oregon State's nothing to chuckle at. Utah, USC, UCLA, Cal can do some things if you let them. I, I granted that Arizona state was also bad. And I didn't really hear much about Arizona. So yeah, if you let the pac 12 run it up on you, they're going to run it up on you. And I'm pretty sure they know a lot of that as a former big 12 school, but granted at the time they left the big 12, it, it was Pat, it was offense happy, but I don't think it really evolved into what it became at that point.
0: But still it's, it was, it was bad. Like, he told – I can't believe he went up and told said So basically he told everybody to hit the transfer portal. <laughs> All of – it's like, yep. And he was like, I need people that are smart, tough, fast, disciplined with character. He hit, made him chant that stuff right in front – like knowing that half these I, – I don't know how much you guys are on the recruiting trail.
1: I've, heard a, I've I- heard a bunch of it, and especially – when the OC was the head coach at Kent State yeah and you work at and you work at the school where a prominent player and I said it earlier Cruz Brookens decommitted from Kent State because of this and is and is now probably looking to go to Pitt or who
0: knows Penn he's he's, uh, he's, uh, he's he's going out afford- Penn State this weekend
1: yeah true you could all Penn State could also look at him. And, all, and Penn State would really rack up everyone in the WPIAL if they get him. But also, there's an outside shot. I think it's too far west. But if Brian takes a look at his tape, I think he's got something there with him. He'd be a little bit of a project, but...
2: So how, 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 how long do you think it's going to take for him to turn around that Colorado Colorado program? Because a, a lot of things with college coaches, like, yeah, you know, schematics, coaching, you know, definitely help. Recruiting is the big thing. Like, if you get four-star and five-star recruits, like, all you need is, like, a, you know, a confident coach or on offense and defense as coordinators. Like, you're, you're going to have a pretty good team if you're getting, you know, good prospects. They'll
0: be two, in two game. Three they'll, years. They'll be in a bowl game
2: next year, Chris. You think that – oh, that, that soon, you think? No.
0: Transport them.
2: Oh yeah, that's a good point. The
1: portal will do a lot.
0: Like I I want to see.
1: No, no. As someone that actually sits up late and watches Pac-12, because I am, I, I'm a USC fan. It's not gonna be like USC and how it is with that. That's a difference. That's Los Angeles. This is Boulder, Colorado. If it was Denver, maybe, maybe. Denver
0: ain't that far.
1: Yeah, but it's not Denver.
0: So what? It's like, look.
1: It's not Denver, man. This is what this is.
0: This is
1: what. D-O- it's not even. It's not even UCLA, man. That's that's a different. That's a different beast, right there. I, I'm telling Brandon. I understand that you're the college guy with that, but that's gonna have to be something that, especially when I actively take a look at the Pac-12. That that's that's a little bit different. Now, maybe when USC and UCLA departs, but I can't see it that way. I didn't say with
0: USC. you could be five and seven and get into a bowl game now, Ty. Yeah,
2: that, that, that is true. You could get into six a and
0: two. six. I ain't saying yeah. look, he's going to bring, he said he already said he's bringing about 10 of them dogs from Jackson yeah. State. So oh, Travis really?
1: Hunter is right there.
0: Yeah, that too. Him His too. sons. His sons. I think he can only bring the his the quarterback. The other son, I think there's rules against because he already was in the transfer portal once.
1: There's no well, maybe there's you can only, <laughs> he might sit a year. That's about it.
0: But uh, anyway, man, I, I want, these guys, up, uh, hold on, hold on. Oh, I <laughs> tell you. What he he could pluck a couple guys out of from Alabama. Texas A&M is a, a dirt show. Get a couple out of there. A couple out of Georgia. Because not, not, not all of them five-star players are going to be playing. That's where you get them. And they already got people getting that phone call. They got to commit today. Maybe a three-star, but don't four-stars. Uh, he's going to get a few four-stars to commit late. Guarantee it. I'm telling you, that talent roster is going to turn. Like this is bad. So it was a lot of like Colorado decommits that was like, well, I was like, yeah, I decided uh, talking to my family, you got to decommit. You know, Chris, you know what that was.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he said, you know, you know, I'm bringing my own. I'm bringing my luggage or something.
1: It's either one thing. Prime said no, or yeah. I didn't know that Prime was coming.
0: <laughs> oh, he knew, they knew Prime was coming. Prime said no. Did, did, you, did you guys hear commits? how – These are high school commits. Like two weeks from uh, National Signing Day. Did you guys say – how- Yeah, I'm going to be committed. I'm going to be playing for D.R.D. I was like, nope.
2: Did, did you guys see how the Colorado um, AD, I think – like they don't have enough money to pay for for him right now, or something like that. They, they
0: got the money. They
2: they, they just Joel
1: Clatt's go. gonna Joel Clatt for Fox Sports is gonna single handedly fund that thing. I they mean, make sure they'll they'll put in some money. Cordell's got to have a few dollars somewhere.
0: Oh, they got they got something. Don't worry about that.
1: I, I think with Prime, his own NIL contingent comes through because remember he's got Aflac with him. Barstool is right there. Right, Barstool is going to help him out, but uh, there, there's a lot going with there. I, I'm going to temper my expectations, though I will say this. Deion Sanders did exceed all expectations at Jackson State, and, and for those who are upset about it, saying that he was be, supposed to be the savior because he kind of anointed himself as a savior in his opening press conference, I've learned that nothing's guaranteed in college sports. Nothing.
2: It, it, that that's what I was going to bring up. I was like kind of like the counterpoint to to all that. You know, people kind of criticized him uh, for leaving Jackson State, but uh, actually, I, I I saw Brandon actually randomly downtown, and we talked. <laughs> we were both walking the same street, and uh, uh, we we started talking about the whole uh, Sanders leaving there, and I I said, "What what was his? He was beginning paid three hundred thousand dollars." Dollars and like half of
0: that was $300, going? $300,000. Broke his, uh, had to donate half of his salary to make sure facilities are good. He had to, No one, they dealt with no water this season on certain days. At the beginning of the year, they had water issues in the city of Jackson.
2: Yeah, it's it's a, it's a poor town like that. The whole
0: area. It's a poor town. Yeah. Shador almost had to get uh. Got broken into. They broke into his apartment. They broke into his car. The stadium is a is a uh, what you call it? It's just um like, ran down, broken.
1: It, it, it It's it like, no, no, they, they
0: show. this. They showed the, like, the announcers had to go into, a, like, a makeshift hallway <clears throat> to announce their games.
1: Yeah. I, I, I will say this about that. Jackson State Stadium. It, it looks big. It looks impressive whenever you see the video of Prime with, with the crowd but it was less to be desired and really a lot of facilities in historically black colleges and universities don't exactly look the prettiest so there is i did see one twitter account that's showcasing like like hey they have put money into this but it's not to the level of what what and obviously in Alabama and LSU, the, the higher end institutions in Division One, really some FCS programs. I don't know if you've been in uh, Duquesne's locker room, Chris, but you have covered the team.
2: Uh, no, I never been in the locker room, but uh, well, I, yeah, I never. I, I mean, basketball. The, the, have you guys been to the new arena? It's pretty nice. Their basketball arena.
1: Right. Uh, it but, looks nice on TV. Yeah. Hopefully, one day I get an opportunity to go down there. But yeah, so,
0: we got to go so, down there one of these days. Just to even, just watch a game. Just, yeah. just to go watch so the, the game.
2: game. Has pretty good, nice facility. I mean, it's not like the big, like you know, Power Five schools. But uh, you know, they they got all the money, all those big time schools, obviously. But um,
0: yeah, because they because they, they schedule like crazy. Yeah. But anyway. Where do you, where do you think the
2: HBCU schools where do, where do they go from here with uh, Deion Sanders leaving and everything?
1: They still what? got Eddie George down in Tennessee State, well, so yeah, there's good. gonna be someone that comes up and through, but I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna get the exposure because Deion's still coaching Jackson State for the Celebration Bowl. Right. Well,
0: just so that's so they, gonna
1: be that's gonna right. be a big that's gonna be really interesting. It might be a mess. Who knows, but <laughs> it,
0: might, it might be messy, but and did he go you straight to know about how I feel about this? Is that what the, we're getting? To, black people need Black people need to shut the hell up. Seriously, Ty, I'm going to tell you why. If you guys, this is the problem with black people, Chris. I'm going to try to be nice about this. We don't support each other. Do we, Ty? No, in in general, sometimes no. we we sometimes
1: we very much fall short at that.
0: Like he okay, I bet you Deion Sanders may have stayed for maybe two and a half. They couldn't do that. They wouldn't raise the money to pay it. All these black people talking, all these little run their mouths saying, Deion should shit. New York should stay. New York should, all should be, be for the culture. I'm like, okay, put your money where your mouth is. Donate. Why don't we build? Why do we have to, like, us as black people have to be in the position to go to greener pastures instead of trying to, like, I'm trying to say, uh, trying to harvest of, your grass. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I they think, like to
0: the crap where they eat. I, I think space I'll, space.
1: I'll put it to you like this: to not to cut you off with that. I, I get it. I I do feel that if Jackson State wanted him, and Jackson State obviously they they need him with it because of how much exposure. Even even on ESPNU, ESPN2, that's something. And sometimes they would – and for the Celebration Bowl, they're going to bump them up to ABC. So – and, of course, the Jackson Southern game, that game's always huge. Um, yeah, they nice. they need it. there needed to be something to be found with him. And there's, there's a lot of – I think Alabama State's coach had the he ain't swack thing. And the, the question is, I would go with that. Would you be it if you had five million? If you had five billion put pressed right in front of you, would, would would you be swag too? Would you be MEAC? Would you be anything? Would you there, there's a lot of HBCUs out there? It's not just FCS. There's also NAIA, Division Two, II, Division Three. Uh one one person who we had on this show, Chris Carter, went to chain. So that's that's a division three. If I, that'd be an interesting correct.
0: thing to talk about. That, yeah, ask about that. That Obviously. would be a very
1: good podcast. as yeah, well,
0: we'll, we'll, well. We might. We'll, we'll have him back on. We'll, but Lavelle, uh, Lavelle uh, L- 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 Morton. Yeah, he's, he's a. He's, he's a he, that's a D one. That's that's North F-C-1.
1: Carolina Central. Yeah,
0: that's, but that's he, the,
2: he, he he would have a good uh you know, you know uh comment or, and you know view on the whole. Uh, you know Dion leaving he, he'll probably say the same thing as you said uh Brandon about saying they didn't support him paying you yo know, you know three hundred thousand dollars to five million like that that's a big jump and that's a big uh, jump. No, but how, still, how, how did Dion go to jack like did he have any coach i, I didn't know like no, did, he coached
0: to high school but high the thing school. was he didn't have a good degree because he left school early yeah. for to so he had to go i guess you have to have a degree to have be on An FBA at at, at like at a school at a power five level. I don't let me let
1: me also let me also add this. He what he didn't want to be an assistant coach. Basically, he wanted to go somewhere where he could he could be a, a a college head coach at a high level from the jump. He did have a stint as an offensive coordinator, but this is during the time that he was still on NFL Network. So and and of course he also. You know, there was a lot of time that went into that with NFL Network, the Leon Sandcastle things with the Combine and all types of other stuff. So I got it. He also had Prime U, which failed, or, or Prime, or I can't remember. Prime it, was Prime.
0: it was Prime Academy or something.
1: Something like well, that, Prime Prep. Uh, I can't I can't remember it off the top of my head. So he did have coaching experience, but a, a lot of things went through it. My question with that. The fact that he stuck around for three years, I wonder how much Barstool helped with that because they were following him around the entire time. Uh, the one the one thing with him, as again, I'd say, I know, Brandon, you think that he's going to be a, a bowl-eligible person. That's, I, I want to see what he gets out of the trans transfer portal. I want to see him finish up the early and late recruiting periods. At this time, I would say he'd be very close, but I think he just missed missed bowl eligibility, but that could change. That obviously can change. If he picks up another one of these some. He's going to bring
0: some heat. I believe
1: very much that he could bring heat because he managed to get a kid to go from his alma mater to Jackson State, and obviously Travis Hunter is going to Colorado. There's no doubt.
0: Oh yeah, and it and then plus they got Jackson State had like five, like a few people who are got four stars, like linemen, which you need to compete.
1: In any, remember You know in any part of
0: F- Morton F- said: "It's all about the line, any level, college or pro." Yeah. And that, that's all about the, the O line and D line,
2: and, and that that's the big drop off from Power Five to you know uh, you know FCS is. Offensive line, you like Duquesne offensive linemen compared to you know someone at Penn State, like it's a big drop off. Like, I mean, the Duquesne linemen are still big, but you know, they're not like six foot six, you know, 320 or something like that.
1: Heck, even whenever you go from max schools to that, yeah,
2: well, so, like, there's, there's just not that many people that big and strong and athletic out there.
1: Even a low level FBS offensive line is impressive in size, mm-hmm. yeah, so. So yeah, if he gets those linemen in there, Shador, I don't think there's gonna there's gonna be a little bit of a learning curve with him because again, FCS to FBS is a different speed. It's a kick up in
0: speed. I'll tell you this: they do play TCU next year, so I I might say six and six bowl game. I ain't say I ain't say nine and three, seven and nine and three, ten and two or some. I'm like six. I say six and six.
1: There's gonna be some pains, no doubt, with it. There oh, has yeah. to be in that situation. I I want to see what he brings in there, and how young is this team gonna be? That's another thing. Because uh, I don't he's, think they're going
0: he's to be that young, they're gonna bring they're gonna bring some like experienced talent here. There's gotta be someone. He he
1: told he said put everyone in Colorado in the uh, recruiting in the transfer portal. Basically. Now look, I, I know that Colorado again, as we kicked it off with this one and eleven. There's something there with some of those guys on that team that he's going to keep. He's got to keep sure something. I, I don't know what, but I'm but I'm genuinely curious to see what what stays after this big this big talk, for lack of a better term. And and I'll also, be- I didn't get a chance to answer that about the uh, talk with you, Brandon. I'll, I'll put it to you like this with it. It's it's prime. It's always been it's always been a big show.
0: Yeah,
1: it doesn't even feel cringe because it feels like that's some that's something he would do. It would be something. Fresh no, it's out not of a,
0: cringe to me. It's <laughs> cringe to the players. Well,
1: it, it it I'll put it to you like this. In general, I, I did expect whenever if he got that big moment, it would be with some. He's in a great situation. He's in the he's in a power five, you know. No real ex- the expectations are more on him, but I'm pretty sure Colorado is just happy to be relevant right now. Yeah, they're really, they're definitely. <laughs> uh, be uh, but I I expected it to be something out of uh uh walking tall. You're all fired situation basically, in which he in which he rebuilds it himself. So so I kind of expected that, honestly, yeah, you know, it, it, it went a little bit harder than what I thought, I'll admit. I
0: was like, "Ooh!" <laughs> it was like. He basically said these fans are tired of what these fans, student body and your parents are tired <laughs> of the mess that you have been putting them through for the last two decades. <laughs> Some of these guys weren't even alive. Like they said, your parents. I'm like, wow, that's tough.
2: So, so, what do you guys I mean? Think about the like, transfer portal, huh? I said, what, what do you guys think about the transfer portal? Like, do you think it's good for college football, or do you think it's a, a bad thing?
0: I mean, your back is like still system. gonna be your high school recruiting,
2: so yeah, because the transfer portal is like something had like went wrong, and you know, things happen where. I know there might be a, a a player at a position that's like better than the other guy, and he wants to find playing time. You know, so, right. so I get all that, but I mean, you see guys like playing for if you play for three teams in college, like like that, that's a lot for for. Yeah, J T. James is going to play for the fourth team. Four, oh, I didn't even know that the fourth. Yeah, he's in the transfer portal.
1: Phil Jerkovich, uh, yeah, from Pine Richland is is finally coming home. But I think he, but well, I think if Kenny Pickett wasn't there, he would have been home already. So, yeah,
0: it's like that. And then, like, the quarterback is going to, for what I hear, not Alar. He ain't going freaking nowhere. He's God in Happy Valley right now. Their backup quarterback is actually rumored, allegedly, don't know yet, going to, could be going to pit. I don't want to say anything, but. I don't want to see, for what I've hear, uh, the scuttlebutt around the street, you know. <laughs> well, to back up him, and then he'll take over at Pitt. Well, well, be sure
1: to, uh, to uh, pimp out your podcast for Penn State with uh, Joe Smeltzer. Yeah.
0: If we if we if we get a, uh, if they drive Joey Porter Jr., he'll be on here. I mean we could bring him on before
1: the he draft could come season. on whenever he wants. I yeah. mean, we always we always want to have uh, fellow broadcasters out there from Waynesburg. I mean, we want everyone in here. We it want definitely, to Park definitely on everyone. On
2: the, you know the pro day. Um
1: I, we had a Liberty guy on when
0: we'll have we'll, we'll have him on. on. So we we'll, could then, have when, we'll when, him when on. there was
1: a sniff of a possibility of Malik Willis was coming on yeah, we'll bring the, the steelers. Guy. We'll bring on whoever we don't yeah. care.
0: Well, you know what you know what we could do. You know, be a good a, a good guest too, Asty.
2: Yeah, it would. W- that'd be good too to get some here, I don't know how it is. Um, but uh, yeah. Looking back on that, I was, I was a little that, yeah. That the, would
0: be good having him. Him. Who would be a good Pittsburgh? Like, who does Pitt for Pittsburgh Sports Now? Like, who does the, a Pitt writer?
1: We've Card. already had everyone. Really, the only guy. The only guy that I could think of is Saunders. That's it. Yeah, we've had, had Faribault on twice. Yeah. Yeah, uh,
0: think he, you think you'll do it? Um, yeah.
2: the, the, who's the uh, their beat writer? Is Carl? Carl? His name is. You know, you know that is right. Yeah, I know. Yes, because yeah.
0: he does a little some stuff from us yeah. from time to time.
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, so, should be interested in the draft process and everything. Uh,
0: yeah, like during, when it's draft uh, time, we'll have him on. Well, I'll be doing more a lot of the draft stuff too, but we'll have him on for his perspective. We'll have, I guess, Carl. I'll ask him to be on there, and we'll get Asti on.
1: Well, we'll find out. We'll find out a lot of things we will do here on the Renegade Blitz. We always have ideas, so hey, if you want to join yeah. join on the podcast, Brandon
2: Brand stays late up at and, and night, uh, just thinking about all the guests. <laughs> the
1: guests, yeah, we, we still <laughs> have we still have guests we can't get on this show that we want on this show. Yeah, but uh,
2: we got to get. We have so many ideas just floating around, like you know, everywhere.
1: <laughs> I know. So if, you, so if you know a ton about football, <laughs> we'll have you on. But anyway, that's all. We've been talking forever. You have been listening to the Renegade Blitz. Thank you for listening to the Renegade Blitz podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Renegade Blitz, at our Blitz Pod, and at Blitz Videos. Read articles on RenegadeBlitz.com, like us on Facebook, and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast app. The Renegade Blitz podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts,
0: YouTube, Spotify, and wherever else you can listen to podcasts.